Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. All right, welcome to a very exciting live edition of the Christian Car Guys show. Today we are live from the American Association of Christian Counselors Worldwide Conference in Nashville, Tennessee. And today's show, captive audience, how can we use our cars strategically to improve our closest relationships? Joining us today, we have Dr. Joshua Straub, expert in intentional relationships. So welcome, Joshua. Thank you. It's a joy to be here. This You are going to end for such a treat today because Jock, uh, Dr. Straub has such a fascinating ministry. Again, it's so cool just to be here at the uh, Association of Christian Counselors because there are so many cool people walking around and yeah. so much information. So we tried to glean from that what might be the best for the Christian Car Guy show because we really feel there's an opportunity in the culture today because there's so much texting and email and whatever to figure out how do we get our relationships straight. Yeah, and that's my that's my passion. I uh, come here, I, I got my PhD in counseling, but I did that out of having worked with juvenile delinquents and having worked with the next generation and starting to see some of the relational chaos, if you will, and some of the relational breakdown, especially between uh, the next generation and their parents in particular. And, uh, and so I wanted to study more. I wanted to learn more of how we could, how I could help the, the teenagers I was relating with in senior high ministries as well as in the juvenile detention center. So from the, the good Christian kid who comes to church every Sunday all the way to the hardcore kid who's, uh, you know, literally behind doors because of uh, grotesque acts, you know, and having no father figure, no role models in their lives. And so, um, so that's my passion is to be able to connect the generations and be able to pour in. And I see social media technology really having an impact on, on today's generation. So I'm, it's an honor to be here and help parents. So, this is so cool because here's how this, how does this play out in your life? Because the idea of captive audience. Now you you've got <laughs> yeah. Finally, you've got your kids in the car when you're maybe on your way to school or maybe you're on your way to church or maybe you're on your way just to the grocery store. But now you have a chance to interact. And how can we have intentional discussions, one-on-one, eye-to-eye contact, stuff we don't normally see? And we want to hear how that works out in your life. Because, again, it's the listeners that make the show. Or maybe you got a question for Dr. Straub. We want you to call us, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four for the digitally gifted out there eight six six three four truth. We would love to talk to you this morning, and as always, we got our appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show. And this week, I'm going to talk about um, one of my favorite subjects, George McDonald's book, <laughs> The Hope of the Gospel. And I read the coolest thing this week on Matthew five, where it said, "Blessed are the pure in spirit, because they get to see God." Hmm. And have you ever thought about the disciples and the people that actually saw Jesus and didn't know they were seeing Jesus? Might have that had something to do with their heart? And if is your heart right to see Jesus in the people walking around you today or maybe in that car when you're talking to them? So that's what we're going to be talking about our appraisal by the Real Black Book. Of course, you listen to the Christian Car Guy show where we hope we're changing the way America looks at their cars. We need to be paid for, no debt. They need to be driven safely. We talk about 
you know, if we're following Jesus, we wouldn't be speeding. We'd be following the laws of the sanctity of life kind of thing. And again, it's estimated that Americans waste $200 million a week, um, $200 million a week on speeding, just in the gas alone, not to mention the lives and all that are cost. So we always talk about that and seat belt safety. How easy is it to buckle your seat? So again, it's a live show. We would love to hear your view today. We're talking about we were talking <laughs> the whole idea of a captive audience. You've got those people in the car with you. Why not engage them in a conversation? Again, we want to hear from you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. And as always, you can find out all about this stuff at ChristianCarGuy.com. There's a wonderful uh, link there to Dr. Straub's website, which he has all sorts of information, all sorts of resources um, his own sermons that he's given at churches. There's videos. This is an amazing place. And the links are all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as always, you know, the Jesus' labor love, free car repair labor for single moms and widows across the country. You know somebody in a crisis, you send them to ChristianCarGuy.com, and there they can find that all the outlets that provide that service and how to, to sign up for it. Again, it's ChristianCarGuy.com. Well, Dr. Josh, I guess I'm going to use that. He's yeah, got some different ways to go that. That's great. But you're so right that even, you know, I've got a 24-year-old son, a 23-year-old daughter, and and I rarely anymore with the older ones get anything other than a text. They don't even email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, email is archaic these days. It's about as archaic as the postal service. And I would love to have an eye-to-eye conversation. You know, I've got yeah. to intentionally say, son, let's go to lunch yeah. You know, these are adult kids, but it's it's even happened with the younger ones. So give us some suggestions on how we can use that car to create a captive audience. Yeah, and I think it's very practical. And I think um, just to even start with Scripture today, Deuteronomy chapter 6, this is right before Moses is getting ready to pass the mantle to Joshua, if you will. And he is is really teaching Israel how to leave a legacy. And, and he starts by saying, hear, O Israel. So, so he's talking to all believers. Uh, he's not talking to atheists. He's not. He's talking to believers, but he's talking to the entire church, if you will. And so this goes beyond just parents. This goes all of us as a church body in terms of raising the next generation. We're all called to do that, to leave a legacy. And he says this. He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. And he says, then he says, and these words that I command you today shall be on your heart and you shall teach them diligently to your children. Now, here's where we get into the Christian card guy. Because you should diligently teach these to your children. Now, first of all, they need to be on your heart. You have to model them, first of all. And I think that's the first question we need to ask all listeners today, whether you're a parent, a grandparent, or, or, or you yourself are mentoring the next generation. Where are you at in the context of social media? How are your relationships with social media? Because I know for me, one thing that I do, I have... I've gotten away from, and I, I caught myself doing this, I went to the rental car uh, kiosk the other day, and I was looking at my phone to review my emails after I had landed, and forgot that there was another human being on the other side of the kiosk that I needed to talk to and look at. And this is a human being with a story. And whether we go to McDonald's, whether we are going through a drive through uh, you know, picking up a coffee or a lunch or whatever the case might be. There are people across from us that we are called to in that moment. God is putting people in front of us, and we have our noses buried in our phones and in other technology. We're not doing the face-to-face stuff today. So I think the first question I want to ask is, how are you doing 
because it starts with us. It starts with me. And uh, I've been making some real changes in my own marriage and in my own family to make sure that my kids understand this whole principle as well. Yeah, my wife is a stickler about <laughs> you do not pull that cell phone out at dinner. Yeah. I mean, that's just absolutely not the case. Oh, what a neat concept of just getting in the habit of not pulling your cell phone out in the car, period. So, yeah. you know, if they're used oh. to never using their cell phone when they're a child, you know, in a car, that the cell phone just isn't part of something that they see come out of dad's pocket. Yeah. So they know that that isn't something that, 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 that happens in the car. Well, and if you're on your cell phone driving down the road and your kids are watching you, maybe it's a quick email, it's a quick text, and we'll justify the whole thing. And then you go to teach them when they're 16 years old how to drive a car and they want to get on their phone, they're going to say, I saw you doing it, Dad. We've got to be that model. We've got to be that example. I also heard a sad story a couple weeks ago of, of, a, of a worker in McDonald's who she was, um, she, she feels lonely. She felt lonely working because nobody would talk to her. People would go through the drive-thru, through the drive-thru, through the drive-thru, and never really truly connect with her because they were either already on their phone or whatever the case might be. And, of course, it's fast food, and you're going to justify we just want to get through. I think we as Christians need to remember these are people, and and we really need to interact with these people and see into their hearts. Right, and, that, and so this is a live show today from Nashville. We're live in the American Association of Christian Counselors, and we want to hear from you. What You might have a question for Dr. Joshua. Talk about how this plays out in your life. I know you got a thought. You call us, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. Now, about, actually, I, I, it may be 15 years ago. I was uh, listening to Christian Radio, on the, and, and I heard a show by Dr. Dobson talking about how little, and you probably know the statistics of this, how little a father in that day ever said any meaningful words to his children. It was something like three minutes. Or what, do you know the date? Well, yeah, no, I'm, before you get into this story, because I, I, I'm, I'm excited to hear this story, uh, a recent study found that kids today, on average, spend 38 almost 40 hours a week in front of a screen of some sort and a half an hour of quality time with their dad per week. Half an hour. That's recent statistics. In a a week. In a week. isn't it a day? That's right. So we got a lot of show coming for you. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We got a lot more Christian Car Guy show coming at you. Stay tuned. got to nip it you got to nip that talking on the cell phone in the bud you got to nip that texting in front of your kids when they are trying to talk to you it's what we're talking about today on the christian car guy show how about the whole idea of a captive audience you have them in the car this is an opportunity to model what it means to have one-on-one relationships talking eye to eye brain to brain contact not text to screen and all these kind of things and we are so blessed today to have dr Joshua Straub with us today, and he's certainly an expert on this field. He's going to share some of
interesting stuff for you on how this affects our brains and things because we are live from Nashville, the Association, American Association of Christian Counseling's event, and there are literally 7,000 counselors here. And we've had a wonderful time talking to so many different ones, and we found uh, Dr. Josh to help us with this particular subject today. But you know what? We need you to call us, 866-348-7884. We'd love to hear from you. As we were going to the break, I mentioned that in my own life, I heard uh, Dr. Dobson talk about how little time. Now I'm hearing it's it's gotten down to a half an hour a week that dads, and again, if that if that's telling you that <laughs> 30 minutes, you know, you could do the math. That's less than seven or eight minutes a day that, that, that these kids are getting interaction with their dads. So when I heard that statistic, I, at the time, was a car dealer, as you all know, for 35 years. And so I had very little time. I went to work early early in the morning. I didn't get home usually until 8 or 9 o'clock at night. And I thought, wow, I'm worse than the half an hour. I don't get, you know, and these kids are going to be gone before you know it. And at the time, um, my kids were going to a Calvary Baptist Day School. And I think that one of them was in the second grade and one of them was in the first. And I went into my wife and I said, honey, I am thinking that we are going to change things up. And from now on, nothing else i can get the half an hour drive time to take the kids to school and in that half an hour drive time i'm determined to have some deep conversations so what i what we what we prayed about what we talked about doing was like literally talking because i have a real love for the scriptures and i and i wanted to talk through the bible let's start in genesis and talk about that and and get their view on it have interaction about every single chapter in the bible and one of the huge blessings that i will treasure forever with my children with those two children which were older than my younger one is that when my son started driver's education and no longer was being driven to school was when we finished revelation i don't know how it timed out it was but i mean it was something we share for all time and i know they know my view of the scriptures, but I was excited that they would develop their own view and their own, yeah. you know, hunger and thirst for that. But, but Dr. Josh, you have this whole, re- well, you got a, you got a message from the word that you wanted to share. Well, yeah. And I think, and I think too, um, and this is what I love about when, when Moses going back to Deuteronomy six, when he's talking to Josh or he, before he's passing the mantle to Joshua, he's talking to Israel and saying, here's how we leave a legacy to the next generation. He says, love the Lord, your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. And then he says, and, and teach these, this commandment should be on your heart, and then teach them to your kids. And, and here's how he says it. He's, there's no magic formula. There's no, uh, you know, um, psychological principles to figuring out how to do this. It goes right back to the scriptures. You shall teach them diligently to your children. You should, number one, talk of them when you sit in your house. I consider that and take a look at that as like dinner time, having dinner with your kids in the evening. You shall talk of them uh, when you walk by the way. Today's equivalent of that, drive time. When you walk along the way, share this with your kids. When you lie down and when you rise. When you rise in the morning before you go to school. What are you pouring into your kids that can give them the spiritual energy they need for the day? You were reading scripture to them and taking them through the scripture from Genesis to Revelation. These are the times, but what we're experiencing in our culture today during drive time is we're putting technology, DVD players, iPads in front of our kids, and we're tuning them out because this is our quote-unquote break for the day, if you will, or how we see it. And and what's happening, though, is, is our kids are experiencing more and more and more, anywhere from 8 to 10 hours a day in front of a screen 
and it's getting less and less face-to-face interaction with with their parents and with others and i my heart burdens because i'm seeing a generation today that's growing up in i mean if you go to an airport or you go to a restaurant you'll see people are just buried in their phones and and we're 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 really creating a generation i believe and and brain research is showing this too that it's impacting our ability to be able to relate to other people and also the ability to be able to memorize and, and and reason and think through information because information's just on these phones. We don't think we have to memorize it anymore or think about it. And those parts of our brains are literally beginning to dumb down and begin to stop working over time when we don't use them. And so I get really passionate about this um, in that angle. And then also the angle, and I'll set up your, um, your, your closing of your show, but you know, the Bible does say, Jesus says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God. And basically what that, the equivalent of that means is if you're not pure in heart, you're not going to see God. And, and, and the pornography epidemic today of, of what's happening on the screens and, and it's, it's getting into our young people's minds, it's blurring their ability to see who God truly is, his love and his character, because it's all infiltrating into this technology. And I believe the technology is not the problem in and of itself. I believe it's a fuel that's making the fire even bigger. So that's that's kind of my passion today. And I don't want to paint social media well, technology as all bad um, because I think there's a lot of good things. I think there's just ways that we need to learn to limit, the, limit it and use it for its positives. And the cool thing is... You've created an acronym to help us remember how we can do this, and it all has to do with relating. How does that work? With relating, yeah. Um, I have an acronym called RELATE because I believe at the core of all of this, RELATE, R-E-L-A-T-E, and and the R stands for respect. I think we've got to get to a place where we respect the technology. A few years ago, my wife is Canadian, and a few years ago, we went to uh, a wedding uh, up in Canada, and this was while Obamacare was taking place, right? And, she, and, and, of course, our country was divided. Should we do Obamacare? Should we not? And he hadn't even signed it yet. I mean, it was just on the cusp of him signing it. And, and she said to me, now in Canada, it's a very pluralistic culture. Uh, everybody loves Obama. They love socialized health care. Don't get into any talking about it, you know, because it's just not going to go well. Well, we go up there, and, uh, and uh, it turns out I stay with a couple guys, and the conversation comes up. And, but what was very interesting to me is he made this comment, uh, a, a guy that I was with at this wedding. He said, what I love about Americans is they're passionate. He said, they stand for what they believe in. And he said, we live in a culture where we're not as passionate politically as you guys are. And he said, laws are being passed. And one day what's going to happen is we're going to wake up and we're not going to be able to do anything about it. And I thought of that and I thought it was very powerful to me. And I thought of it in relation to technology today. One day we're going to wake up, and you think about the amount of time we waste on Facebook and social media and all that kind of stuff, and, and, and the amount of time we just waste throughout the day. One day we're going to wake up, and we're going to realize how impact, the impact it had on our brains, and it's going to be too late. We're, not, we're going to be so far deep into now, this depression and relationship. that. So I think we need to really learn to respect its power. And, and you had mentioned... Um, <laughs> A lady here lost her cell phone, and she immediately had nobody's phone numbers. Well, back in the day, we knew everybody's phone number because we had to memorize it. And, and we memorized seven digits because we all know that seven digits is what the brain can memorize. 
So I have my phone number from when I was a kid memorized, and I mean, it's just, it's there. And, so. and my wife is gifted in that. She can memorize. Captive audience. Yes, <laughs> what you have when you got your kids in the car, you got your family in their car, you've got a captive audience. What a time to have an intentional relationship an intentional discussion we are to live today from the american association of christian counselors here in nashville tennessee seven thousand counselors have been here we've had a chance to meet with so many wonderful folks here with the truth network this week and we have got dr joshua straub with us and he is blessing us with a lot of information on how we you know how we deal with this new generation we've got a lot of technology out there and how can we have intentional relationships to benefit our families to benefit our marriages there's a, a lot going on but we haven't heard from you yet you've got a you've got something on your heart you want to share it we want to hear from you 866-348-7884 is the number to call in 866-34-TRUTH if you're digitally gifted and of course all this information as always is at our website christiancarguy.com and all the links uh, to Dr. Joshua's stuff, his website is amazing. The resources there are fantastic. You got to go. You got to see what this stuff is and, and how you can begin to have that intentional relationship with your family with this new technology coming at us faster than we can possibly imagine. Again, it's all at ChristianCarGuy.com. And I would be remiss if I didn't mention the Jesus' labor love. Free car repair labor. That means these folks help us out with the repairs on the labor. The, the single moms, the widows of families in crisis have to pay for the parts, but at least that helps a lot in these crises. It's the Jesus' labor love. It's at ChristianCarGuy.com. You'll see that big banner over on the side. You click on the labor love. You fill out a request form. Or maybe you want to be one of our prayer partners. You want to get these when, these when these needs come in, which we had some serious ones come in this week. Wouldn't it be nice to get an email showing these prayer requests to say, wow, I can pray for somebody even if I don't have the finances? I can, you know, to bless them some other way. However that works, we need volunteers. We need people to go out and call on, on repair centers to help us get more. So, you know, what's God put on your heart? Go to ChristianCarGuy.com and find out all about that. Well, when we left our hero, Dr. Josh, he was sharing this acronym on how we can begin to improve our relationships. The, the acronym is RELATE, and we know that R stands for respect, but we still got E-L-A-T-E to go. Yeah. And uh, E is emotional control. You know how easy it is to, uh, when you're on, you get an email or you get a text that uh, somebody's mad at you or whatever, you just want to shoot that email back. And I, I just always say this, we need to maintain our emotional control, allow and teach our kids this too. No uh, resolving conflict over, over the internet, over text messages, over social networking. Uh, to do that stuff face to face and and to keep emails and texts to facts only because listen to this 93% of our communication is nonverbal so only 7% is what you hear and so but we're getting when you you get 100% of it and so you can read into any uh, attitude that another person has so we got to watch our emotional control. The next one is... is, is well, let's stay there a second, because okay, that yep. is so good. No and mm -hmm. I, I, I can just tell you, within my own family, I mean, my extended family, there's been some serious hurt feelings. Now, again, they live in different states, but a phone call, at least you get a little bit more of the, of the cues of how the person's feeling than an email. That's right. And, and, and so I love that, that whole concept of if something's not feeling right, 
There's yeah. nothing like if you can get up from your desk and go get an eye-to-eye with that other employee or with that family member or whoever. If you can't get that, the phone is still, you know, just hearing their voice and hearing the tone of their voice. Yeah. Um, means a big deal. That's it's huge. huge. It is huge. And I think today, too, uh, as we talk about this and we think about drive time with our kids, it's very easy to uh, allow some of the uh, maybe it's small frustrations. Maybe we had a rough time getting out of the house in the morning. We just leave those frustrations and we, you know, our kids get on the iPad on the way to school and we just do our thing and start thinking through our day. I think those moments are very key moments to be able to just talk through some of those frustrations thinking about what is the way during that drive time that we can give the spiritual energy to our kids that they need to get their day started and and to say you know what our drive time is not going to include any technology today and they might not talk much ask open-ended questions they might keep one word short answers but i'm telling you when you follow the deuteronomy chapter six principle that you talk about this um when you sit in your house when you are in drive time when you uh lay them down at night when you uh uh, also, the other one is, um, uh, it's blanking on me right now, but uh, wake up in the morning. You know, when, when you're doing all these, it's just the simple day in and day out tasks. We just have to be relational. And, and I think of how many parents, when you listen, and I, again, I got a wonderful job where I get to hear a lot of cool stuff. Parents that pray with their kids at night before they go to bed mm. are blessed out of their socks often with what the what their kids' hearts are crying out to God. And so to miss out on that treasure when your kids are little or big or whatever you got oh. of hearing their heart um, is, and, is a real opportunity. And I'm so glad you mentioned that because you can become a counselor of sorts because that is the most vulnerable part of the day is right before bed. And if you use drive time effectively throughout the day, they might not be saying a lot to you. They might be using those one-word short answers. But I'm telling you, they're listening and they're connected. And it will probably pay dividends later on when you're putting them to bed later that night. Wow. Well, we're up to L and the RELATE acronym here. Dr. Sonny, by the way, I have this very, very gifted individual in California. (laughs) You've never probably heard him before. But people can call in with anything, and he will create immediately an acronym and create immediately (laughs) a sermon to go along with that that will literally blow your mind one day. I, I got to tell you. So he would love, he would be very proud to hear the show today. But tell us about the L. Well, I love Relate because I think it's it, it, it's at the core of what we're doing here. Um, L is limits. Uh, know the limits uh, that you can set and, and begin setting those limits. For instance, I have friends who now make sun, a Sunday technology fast day. There's absolutely no technology or phone at all on Sundays. Um, putting your phones, not sleeping with them next to your bed. Uh, 83% of millennials today sleep with their cell phones right beside them next to their bed. And over 50% of them look at Facebook first thing they do when they wake up in the morning. And so setting limits of, and, and parents, uh, it's, it's important to also know uh, what is on the phones. There are now GPS locators on the phone where you can track where your kids are. Uh, you can set texting hours on the phone. Uh, and if they live under your roof and you're paying for it, you can set the limits. And so I just think it's very important just like with cars, here's a great example. When when the car when cars came out, at first, it, we realized it was very important that after there were many accidents, maybe a brake system would probably help. And then over time, we started learning that turn signals and lights would 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 help as well. And now we're at a place today where there are airbags because we have you know our technology is constantly growing in terms of how we can build safety measures into cars because of how they affect and impact 
our culture and our lives, our little physical lives. It's the same thing with technology. We have to begin, because technology is growing so rapidly and it's very new, it's in its infancy, we need to begin to set limits such as airbags and brakes and those types of things in it because it is impacting our relationships. That is wonderful. And, and, and I've just learned recently that Verizon, for example, they, they have a plan for, that where you can tell them, this is when my kids can text. Even if you don't want them texting in school, set the limit. Who You know, yep. they shouldn't be able to do it. And you just and, and from what I understand from kids that are involved in it, they think their phone's not working. Then they don't understand their parents have come in and, and done it. So you can do it without conflict. A. A is assertiveness. And I think just being assertive. And I think this is important for parents thinking about drive time. Being assertive in how you understand... We, in order to be understood, we have to first understand. It's a golden rule just with the word understanding there. Our kids will not understand where we're coming from if they first don't feel understood by us. And so I think it's important that in order to build that understanding, we listen to them, but also that we are creative, that we're assertive and we're intentional in how we build drive times. I have a friend of mine who says, you know what? It's exhausting doing drive time because I could very easily throw the iPad in front of my kids. I could be thinking about my day, doing my thing, and zone into my world. He said, but I study strategic, and I listen to other parents' strategic ways to build. So a great example of this is he says, we play the remember when game. And, and I'll give a brief example of, of a moment in time, and my kids have to guess where we were, who we were with, when we were there, why we were there, and, and we play the remember when game to build memories and, and, and create and, and have oh, yeah, fun. That and, bond, and that's that's a lot of family lore right uh, there. And, and though it takes work, it does, but those are the memories that you create and you can create by being assertive in drive time. That is powerful, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. How about the T? T is, um, oh, man, relate. <laughs> it's your own acronym. It's, it's my own acronym. Why right. am I not doing this here well? Uh, let me go to E. Let me go to empathy, the okay. last one, because I right. think it, it, it's important. T. Oh, why am I forgetting T right now on the air? This is it's crazy. Okay. It's Let's okay. go to empathy, because I think it's important. And for all of our By listeners way, out there, now you know that we radio we human. people lose. <laughs> We're human. All this stuff happens to us. This word relate is in the, in the uh, presentation I did here at the conference. The PowerPoint is free download on my website, joshuastraub.com. Twitter glitter, so you can get all this information and all of the acronyms in, in, in detail uh, on the website. The reason I want to empathy is because I think this is extremely important. We need to, we're realizing in our culture today what's happening is we're creating a generation of narcissists who are, who are celebrities in their own little world, and we are judging our character, we're judging our self-esteem and self-worth by the number of likes we get on Facebook, by the number of likes we get on Instagram, and what other people, and comparing what other people are doing on their vacations and their leisure activities, and, and, and it's going all over the map, and what we're doing is we become, and even in the gaming world, we're becoming celebrities as soldiers or as race car drivers or whatever. These are the psychological drugs of the 21st century, and what it's doing is it's creating an inability for our next generation to be able to relate and have empathy for other people. And so I think it's important that as we lay out these limits and we respect the technology and we respect our teenagers too and where they're coming from, that we can use technology in a very positive way, biblically, to have empathy on other people. And we can use drive time to be able to instill this in our kids and hearing stories um, from others. And so 
I just, I, empathy is the ability to, to feel bad with somebody. Sympathy is feeling bad for somebody. And I think if we can instill in our kids the ability to feel bad with other individuals by simply telling stories and talking with them along the way, it, it'll be a great thing. I had a long drive to Michigan this week and then drive to Nashville from Michigan. So I had a plenty of drive time with a couple of friends of mine. And, and one of the of his daughters was in the back seat. And she says, did you know that the Hebrew word for compassion is a picture of the womb? Huh. Now, when you say empathy, and I picture that, you know, when you are talking with your child, if you truly have compassion, which remember Jesus had compassion on the lady and yep. all that, yep. when you picture that creating this really safe space, because that's where all sorts of cool stuff can happen by giving your kids grace and those kind of things, but that it mixes in with empathy there, and you're getting yep. this picture of inside that car is this like womb where you're creating for your kids to have a safe place to share. Yeah, and I believe that's exactly, oh, I love that picture because it's, it, you're in the womb, you're, you're safe. But, and, and that's why I want to say the word relate is so key here because we have, in order to set these limits, in order to respect our kids, in order to respect the technology, we have to lay a foundation of safety and love at the core of that. We have to model it. And that's what Deuteronomy 6 is all about. The, love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, and soul. Allow this to be on your heart. And then instill it into your children by doing these things. Drive time. It's right there. Drive time is in Deuteronomy 6. Can you believe it? <laughs> <laughs> you got to love it. The word is relate. We're working on the T as we speak. <laughs> it's, uh, we know it's respect to technology. And, 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 and remind me about the E. The uh, emotional control. Emotional uh, control. Yeah, we are in a spot where we um, are setting limits we need to begin to set limits because it's like the same thing with the car where you have, oh, I, I got the T. We have to set limits because we, um, we're we not realizing the impact, that the negative impact this can have if we don't set limits. The T, got it. Train the brain. Train the brain. All Train right. Train the brain. Because what's happening is is we are multitasking today. You, If, if you have a teenager at home, they're doing their homework on their computer, watching TV with headphones on, listening to music that isn't related to the TV at all. And we believe that multitasking really does help. Research is showing that it, it makes you slower in what you do. And we really need to begin the sequential task, doing one task at a time. This generation is not trained for that because the gaming, the technology, it's increasing the adrenaline in the brain. And so when they go to do homework or they go to read a book, it's very boring to them. Or when they go to meditate or when they go to pray, it's boring because it's not an adrenaline rush that the gaming, the technology, looking at Facebook and seeing all the likes that they're getting, that we're building this up in our kids and we need to, re we need to retrain the brain. So getting them outside, play board games, go back to the 1950s in some ways and interact with your kids in a way that engages their ability to reason and think through things and also be able to uh, have hands-on and competition and rather than just rote learning, reasoned thought, reasoned learning and interaction. It really does change the brain. Dr. Joshua Straub. Again, you can find out all his information. Very cool. Very cool. At ChristianCarGuy.com. You can see a picture of Dr. Josh there. You just click on his picture. You can click on the link. You can go right to his website, and you can find out all about Relate and, and many articles he's written about 
intentional relationships. How can we make those relationships intentional? Now, guess what? That's, man, Lisa, we had her, believe it or not, at our American Association of Christian Counseling event here in Nashville, Tennessee this week. We've had one amazing speaker after the other. We got to hear John uh, Eldridge and James Dobson, all sorts of wonderful, wonderful stuff. Uh, over 7,000 counselors have been here that we've um, enjoyed while we were here. We've had Dr. Jo- uh, Joshua Straub on with us. Have we been talking about how do you take and create a captive audience in your car and have some intentional relationship building? But it's that time in the show, which, by the way, you can find out all about that at ChristianCarGuy.com. That's uh, just plain old all together, one big one word, ChristianCarGuy.com. All the links to Dr. Joshua's stuff, the Jesus Labor Love, and the podcast. If you missed part of that show and you went, wow, I wanted to hear more of that guy, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and download one of those podcasts and come back and listen to it whenever it's good for you. So moving on to our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. And, and as I was saying, this week I was reading George McDonald's book, The Hope of the Gospel. And I got to tell you, if you want just a joy of joys, read any of George McDonald's book. But The Hope of the Gospel, Hope of the Gospel was the last book he wrote. So after all this years of this amazing, amazing theologian, he took his stuff and he he kind of compressed it into one this one book. But he, he was talking in Matthew 5, blessed are the pure in heart because they see God. And he talked about how Jesus came unto his own, but his own didn't recognize him because their heart wasn't right. Jesus was right there, but they didn't see him. Even the disciples. He, he, they missed part of it because of their heart. And how much have I missed is the, is the thing that I, that I can't help but think about. How much in my life do I miss because my heart isn't right? This minute I'm concerned about that guy that just cut me off in traffic. I'm concerned about what I'm doing at work. And I'm not thinking, walking with Jesus and resting in the Father's love. And as you rest in the Father's love, you begin to, you know, he purifies your heart. And you get to see Jesus in some amazing ways. And I got to tell you that. If there's anybody blessed on the planet Earth, that would be Robbie Dillmore this week because I got to sit and interview over 100 Christian counselors in the time that we spent here for another program, Tim Clinton's uh, Love, Faith, and Family. And so we were doing some work from them, and I got to do all these interviews. And if you could have sat there and heard these stories, and the time and again, you, the, the message was similar. God has comforted them so they could comfort others. And... I have to tell you this one story that I, I, I don't know if I'll ever stop crying about this. This one man, he was a full-fledged psychiatrist. And, and I, and I kind of said, well, a lot of folks have been healed. And tell, tell me your story. How is it that God called you into this? And he goes, well, I became insane. I lost my mind. I was, when I was young, I was doing some stuff I shouldn't have done. And I started to channel some demons. And these demons showed up. And I said, I can handle that. And the next thing I know, I remember that... I wake up in the emergency room. I wake up in the emergency ward, and 
I've lost my mind and I'm totally insane. And I begin to think I'm the devil and I think I'm Jesus. And there's this red light over the mirror and I'm seeing Satan when I look in the mirror. And it was just horrible. And I said, well, how did God come after you in that situation? And this will, this will touch you for the rest of it. touch me for the rest of my life. I said, how did God come after you? And he said, through my wife. Because my wife came and she sat down on the bed next to me. And the tears were streaming down her face. And she said, if I, I cannot lose you. If I have to go insane to be where you are, then that's what I need to do. <laughs> do you see God in that picture? How's your heart? I mean, to die to self is, is the picture of Christianity. And I can tell you that these counselors that we've seen here at the American Association of Christian Counseling Event World Conference in Nashville this week has just been absolutely amazing along those lines. So please, please find out more about this stuff. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com and you can uh, <laughs> just look at the, at the stuff that we've had for the Association of, uh, American Association of Christian Counselors. You can click on Dr. Joshua's stuff and find out now, you know, how you can engage in intentional relationships with your family in so many different ways. Again, we want to thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guys show. Uh, it's our listeners that make the show. And don't forget the Jesus Labor Love. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went, and he got it all done in 33 years. <laughs>